All right. So. We're back. We're back. Um, we should probably pan to Charlie. Please look at Charlie. He He's not wearing a handbag, um, but, you know, for most of you, it probably looks like he is. He's actually wearing a sling because Charlie broke his collarbone. Yep. A few weekends back, so. What not to do during quarantine. Yep. What not to do when you have a 10-month-old. Uh, yep, that as well. So, if anyone close to me is listening and you're wondering about how I'm doing, <laughs> been better. Learning patience. <laughs> yeah, but um, and uh, if so, this video is going to be all about how to work with one arm in marketing operations, right? <laughs> that actually would be convenient for some people. I think we've even had clients who have injuries before, but no, we're not covering that today. But we did want to cover a quick topic for anyone in revenue operations today. Anyone who's setting up any type of business process, I think could learn mm -hmm. from this, but, um, and that's how to make documentation easy. And I will be, you know, full disclosure, I'm guilty of not documenting things well. Um, you know, especially when you're working quickly with a client and mm -hmm. they don't even want to use you know, there are hours on that. But I think when you're working on anything operational, having some documentation is going to be great for, you know, you, your team and, and the business. Um, and, and we'll talk through some of those reasons, but we want to talk through a way that you can make documentation an easy part of your process and something that's actually also going to be used because I think sometimes you can create documentation, but then depending on the format, it's like never going to be used again. For sure, yeah, I think that's that's such a key part of it. A lot of people don't create it because they think that no one's going to use it, mm -hmm. um, which is one piece. And then obviously, like you said, you just no one has the time to do it. So it's always one of those things that you say for a rainy day, but then that rainy day never comes. Yeah, um, and I think uh, actually I was being interviewed on another topic yesterday, um, and they asked, you know, what's kind of the what are some of the reasons why you know, operationally, maybe things get a bit dysfunctional. And I think part of that is just because there's so many hands in things and people building things, but they're all working in silos or a different person comes on and starts building a process, not knowing they're probably building something that's conflicting with another or, um, you know, not knowing that um, what they're doing might impact an another process mm -hmm. been, been built. Um, and that's mainly because there's just no documentation. So um, I think having some log and change log and, you know, one, there's everyone working together. So this is just a piece of it. It's it's just having a central hub for documenting any process. So then when maybe you do happen to leave the company, someone coming into a Salesforce instance or looking at a process can instead of having to ask 10 people, do you know what this is? What is this? What's this field? <laughs> they can just go find the documentation on it and learn. Um, but I think the whole point of this video, right, is not about just documentation in general, but how you can actually yes. force yourself to do it. And this is just part of what you can do, but I think it's so hard to really force yourself to do documentation uh -huh. that you really need to find an easy way to do it totally which is better than nothing it may not be as good as spending you know half of your 
waking hours doing documentation but finding an easy way to just make it like you said put it into your process so there is just a place where so people can go to figure out how things set up and why yes um and so that easy way and something that i think i'm going to start using pretty much exclusively maybe moving forward is just through video and i think with all the easy and free tools we have for capturing screen share creating video documentation is so much easier than actually like creating a document writing out the steps and at that point some things take longer to document than you even created and so and also for the end user for the person that's viewing it video is just you know so visual they can follow along um, you can give context that maybe you can't give um, in a written format. And so documentation um, through video is really easy because, you know, right as you're finishing something right at the end, you can just quickly go through it. Or even as you're building, you can document and, and piece out video pieces of it as well. Um, but maybe your step before shipping out an operational piece and, you know, letting people know you you built something, you just um, create a quick video. And one of the tools that we use for screen capture is Loom. But honestly, you could even just, you know, use your um, video chat. QuickTime. Yeah, QuickTime, Zoom, um, and, you know, extract that recording and then put it into a repository where it can be found. Um, and I think the thing I really like about this is that you when you come up with to write something once you've done something you obviously you write it you like proofread it you try and perfect it and you spend ages getting screenshots and dragging it in and it just takes forever so i think where this is excellent is that you just you know finish off whatever you're doing maybe you're just creating a formula field or or maybe you've just done a you know a tweak to your lead life cycle or maybe yeah you know, you've built all your lead lead lead, lead life cycle and you want to you know, document parts of it and why it was set up that way. As soon as you finish, go onto, we we like Loom. Um, you, it's in the browser, you just click record. You just do the quick video and it creates a link for the video. Go into a Google Sheet, put it in there, maybe have a few columns with different tags and different categories. Boom, you're done. And now someone can access that easily. You don't have to go write something for ages and you've got documentation. Obviously having something written would be great too, but who's got, that's, you know, a pipe dream for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think a video in a few minutes comes down to a scroll of like eight pages in a Word document. Mm -hmm. And if you think about what is going to scare someone more, is that long Word document. So I think having the video, like you said, for the person who's actually going to view it, it's just a, so much friendlier format. Yeah. And I mean... I've been learning some stuff around, you know, audio production and stuff for this. And I go to YouTube, I go find how to videos. I can put it on like two times speed and I learn a ton. It's so much easier than like scrolling through long blog posts or long documentation and things like that. So I think for you, it's super easy to create that content and just record the video compared to written content. And then, like you said, for the person consuming it, they can really go through and understand things a lot quicker. Yeah. So I think to your point, um, as far as how you share the documentation, I think finding the best format that suits your business, you might have like your own repository somewhere that you share across, you know, all of revenue operations. You might have a Google sheet, like you said, where you can put in columns for the title, maybe what system it's a part of, what object it 
you know, the fields and then um, tagged and then a link to video. Um, and documentation can be on a simple process or it could be just, like you said, detailing out lead scoring. So anything that I think, you know, someone would want to go back and see how something was built um, is key. And to that point, I think you're doing yourself a service for the future, but also you're thinking about the business because if you ever leave one day, you know, a lot of that knowledge gets left with the person, which is why I think there's that dysfunction, another reason for some dysfunction um, in the operational um, departments when someone leaves. But um, the so your team will be grateful for it. But also it also helps your personal brand and reputation because instead of that, like, oh, you know, Chrissy was the only one who knew about this and there's no documentation. It's like, wow, you know, Chrissy built this, you know, this cool thing and she also documented and here, do you want to learn what she did? And, and you can view it. Um, and that just helps you on the long run, um, for people to be really grateful for what you did and, and actually think highly of you, even after, if you left the organization or stopped working with them. hundred mm-hmm. percent. So, yeah, I think this is, you can apply this to anything. We've kind of touched on that, but to reiterate the point big projects you know you can create videos for those obviously break it out into different videos from shorter videos for people but even if you're just like oh i'm just going to just go tweak this one thing right mm-hmm. like kind of like a change log via video i think you could add that to the documentation as long as you have a way to either folder it or structure it in a google sheet that is easily um, searchable and categorized and easy to find it's going to provide value to someone totally all right so you know document your stuff do a video see how that works for you hopefully it becomes part of your process and i think you know you'll even maybe see other teams um, pick up the same thing but see how it goes and i think it'll really provide some value so yeah see you next time on board see you next time